Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. My name's Brad Caldwell. I've got about 20 minutes, really truly 20 minutes, uh, before we lose the room replay on Clubhouse. 
So let's dive right in. My name is Brad. I'm the CEO of Spark Business Strategies, a branding and marketing firm in North Carolina, where we lead businesses to determine their brand truths, core messaging, internal growth strategies, and external marketing executions. We lead business through influence. This is not a pitch because we're not obviously impressive. I'm not obviously impressive. I'm all a five foot eight, overweight and still learning what I'm best at in the business world. And the things that I'm great at, I brag on them, but not on me having them. I brag on my wife. If you've ever met Grace, you know why. If critical care nurse over the last two years of a pandemic impresses you, you understand why. If mother of three wonderful boys who act a lot like their dad impresses you, you understand why I brag on my wife. But I don't brag about having a wife. I brag on my wife. I don't brag that my kids are like me. In fact, it causes me to fear more often than not. But I do brag on my sons. They are almost 13, 7, and 2, and they're wonderful. I do brag on the life that my wife and I have built for my family. I brag on my friends all the time. A lot of them jumped into the room because it's 1030 Eastern, wherever they're at in the world, and they jumped in just to support me. I brag on my team. I brag on my company all the time. Not on the aspect that I built it, but on the people who are a part of it with me. I brag on my clients. I love my clients. We've done a good enough job developing the brand that is our branding agency, Spark, to where we attract the kind of clients that I really do want. I have the clients that I wanted to attract. We have more coming. I know it. And they are also going to be the kind of people that I want to attract. But I don't spend a lot of time being super proud of me. I have work to do. I'll celebrate my wins, but not for very long. So why on earth am I speaking after David Spizak, former board member of the San Francisco 49ers and, and, and coach extraordinaire, multiple commas in his earning bracket? And I'm excited that I have comma in my earning bracket. Why, why am I following David Spizak? Why am I rounding out Breakfast with Champions, the largest morning show, Clubhouse, soon to be really probably just about anywhere where you can hear it? How did I get the influence? So today we're going to chat about leading through influence, how leaders point their teams and clients in a better direction and only occasionally have to say anything about it. So first, let's frame influence. Stick with me here. Make a note if you need to. Influence is not about being impressive. I remember this fun project as a child. It has always stuck with me. Come fall in the South, you really have two kinds of trees. One drops needles that stick into your bare feet and pine cones that hurt your fingers when your parents make you pick them up. The other one has big, beefy leaves that are so much fun. You grab a leaf off the ground, you set it on your table on a flat surface to write with, and you lay a piece of paper on top. You grab a pencil and you lightly start to color over the paper. And eventually, as you trace, as you color, the leaf that's underneath the paper starts to appear in the pencil tracing. That's an impression. It has made an impression on the paper from the amount of pressure you put on top of it. What was under it came up through the surface. 
placing something within your reach, holding it and pressing in until it leaves a mark is an impression. We read books from people we already know. We listen to people repeat the same catchphrases and make the same generic offers. And we have them say a single nuanced thing and we find that moment impressive. We are impressed when someone we hear often says something we do not hear them say all the time. And I think having people that impress upon us is important. I think it's vital. I read books on branding and marketing as a branding guy. I read a lot of what I already know. But every now and again, I learn something new that a peer or a colleague, even a friend wrote, and it leaves an impression. I think having impressions in your life is important, but that is not influence. Influence is the wind that blew the tree and the leaf fell off. Influence blew the leaf off the tree in the first place. Wind goes where it wants, and as it is moving, it brings things along with it. Wind doesn't command, wind doesn't yell, wind does what wind does, and as the wind blows, things around it change. And that's influence. Influence is as the wind blows. It impacts what it touches, often silently. It blows the leaves off the tree. Sometimes we call ourselves influencers because we speak well, but we lead no one. So maybe we should change the phrase influencer to an impressionist. We are impressionists because we mimic a voice. This isn't how I always talk. It kind of sounds like my voice, but if you met me at an event and I walked down off the stage, everything doesn't have this kind of meter to it. I don't speak in this dialect all the time. I'm not always trying to convey a message and I certainly don't speak this fast. Impressionists can mimic a voice. Impressionists are kind of like magicians. They make the card disappear and then reappear and then they and the crowd enjoy the crowd's reaction. Ooh, ah, but that's the show. It's a trick. And the goal of the trick is the reaction or the entertainment. I love a good show, but my life has never been changed by an impressionist. My life, your life, the lives of those we lead are changed all the time by people of tremendous influence, people who guide and direct and lead even and often especially in silence. Those are the men and women of influence, not the people who walk up and pull me off the tree, but the wind that comes by and blows the leaves wherever it will. So let's look at how you can become a person of influence right where you are right now. Here are three kinds of true influencers. For those who don't normally be a part of this segment, this is my last segment of the year, and I am in charge of making sure we end on time. So I rarely leave time for feedback, questions, or anything like that. So you'll have to drop that stuff in my Instagram, which I will automatically say thank you for. But for right now, let's look at the three kinds of true influencers. The first is the unauthorized influence. Now, this is a lot of us. This is a whole bunch of us. You are unauthorized in your influence. 
What do I mean by that? We haven't earned the role. We don't have the title. We haven't built the resume just yet. But we are people of influence or we desperately want to be. So if you're a student or in a new job or looking to move into something new, here are a few keys to being an influence when you don't have the authority to be one yet. Which is where most of us are, right? The first thing in order to be an unauthorized influence in the space that you're in is to listen. I can't think of a single more impactful trait for influence than listening. The adage, you have two eyes, two ears, one mouth, use them in proportion, just makes sense here. If you're new or young or aware that you're at the bottom rung of the corporate ladder, listening is a skill set that creates attention. In a room where everyone is talking, pay attention to the person listening. And when you're great at listening, you become great at the next step. So first we listen, second, we ask. If you're leaning into listening, you're learning. And if you tune your learning into your goals, then you're developing great questions. You'll learn who to ask, because you're listening. You'll learn when to ask, because you're listening. You'll learn what to ask, because as you're listening, you're learning. You'll learn what to ask of the people that challenge you, lead you, help you gain more influence just by proximity to them. And if you're listening and asking, then you're equipped to do the third thing, share. The unauthorized influencer, wherever you are, becomes the master at listening, asking, and then sharing. When I was a manager in retail, kind of in the middle, I was never asked to share my thoughts by a leader. At least not by a leader that I'd never asked a good question of. Or when I was a leader discussing something, have you ever been in the room when, when the leader is going and I'm going and I'm going and then I lose focus? I look at my phone while I'm doing the, doing the podcast and I look away and I was like, gosh, where was I? And someone unmikes and says, you were talking about sharing, Brad. Well, as the leader of this segment, I immediately take note of the person who was listening when I lost track. And they earned the right to share with me. They showed they were listening by repeating the point back to me. You just built trust by listening. You build your reputation by asking. You shape your influence by sharing. Trust, reputation, influence. Listen, ask, share. But Brad, that's, that's not me. I'm not new to the game. I'm just trying to figure out what my influence is and where it needs to go and what I need to do with it. Then you are the person with undeveloped influence. We're not all unauthorized. Some of us just don't know how to harness our influence. We have it regardless of position. We just don't know what to do with it. As a quick aside, if you're hearing me right now and you're like, Brad, I'm an introvert. I am not an influence. That is a lie the devil popped his head out of hell and told. If you're an introvert in professional settings, you are tailor-made for influence. You are, you are perfectly crafted for influence. You already speak less than I Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. 
Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I do. You speak more intentionally than I do because I don't shut up. You measure your words more adeptly than I do. So if you believe you're disqualified from influence because you're an introvert, I believe you are 1 million percent wrong. You just haven't developed the brand, your brand of influence. And if you have an undeveloped influence, build it three ways. To build your undeveloped influence, build first with purpose. Whether you're new, young, quiet, or whatever, Every other excuse you have concocted for having an undeveloped influence in your business life, you need to lean all the way into purpose. Build your influence with purpose. Don't network in chat rooms or events, live, in person, any other way, by happenstance. Don't just show up because you got a Facebook invite. Have a purpose. Set a goal. Look for that one connection or make 20. Take notes. Be intentional. People of purpose collect influencers in their lives and are people of influence in the lives of anyone who notices their intentionality. You want to gain influence? Be intentional. And people always wonder what the person who rarely ever moves or rarely ever speaks is doing the moment they start moving or they open their mouth. It's a skill set. Lean all the way into it. Build with purpose. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a workaround to undeveloped influence that is the most effective thing I have ever seen in my life. And that is to build your undeveloped influence with a team. I tell business leaders where they're wrong. I tell them what they need. I tell them how I can help. And then I tell them how much they have to pay me to do it. And I do this every single day. I've been doing it for almost three years now, owning my own companies, telling people what they're doing wrong, telling people how I can fix it and telling them how much they have to pay me to do it. But I was never more effective as my company CEO than the minute I had prospective clients, new clients and old clients meeting with my team. See, because at Spark, our team rose in the same direction. And it's not because I'm some great leader. It's because I'm actually really good at hiring. And I didn't even know that. I just know it based on the fruit of the tree, my friends. I'm not going to teach you how to hire. I don't know how to do it. However, I do know that I'm surrounded by some brilliant folk who, if you were to call them without telling me to see if you could really get the scoop, you're going to find out we're all scooping in the same direction. If I tell you that your brand lacks awareness in the market, and then my social media guy explains how we can prove it, my copywriter takes you aside on a Zoom call and outlines how your current writing fails to articulate your business truths and messaging, you're now three, four meetings in with Spark. I made the claim, but my team showed the data. It's really hard to argue with the influence of our entire team. That's coalition building. And this kind of coalition building does two things for us as we develop our own personal influence. First, 
it gets us wins we might not have gotten on our own. I have closed clients who I don't think got me on the first call. But on the second call, they spoke to Zach, who's an introvert, who's quiet, who thinks very practically and pragmatically about steps. He's very reasoned and measured. And I would say his close rate is better than mine for my company that I started, that I'm wildly passionate about. And the second thing that coalition building does for us as we develop our influence is it allows us to learn from our own teammates. Everything I just told you about Zach or that I could tell you about Gareen or that I could tell you about any of the other members of our team, I have I've learned from them. They have helped shape the kind of influence I have because of the kind of influence they have. And the third way that you can develop your undeveloped influence is with perspective. More often than not, our influence develops at the pace and the maturity of our goal setting. Statements like, I want to be an influencer, means you probably post a lot, say very little, and influence even less. I want to be an influencer. I don't know what that means. I'm in the world of the internet. I am in social media all day, every day. I am constantly measuring the reach, the efficacy, the impression, and the impact of what we post online. And you could have 20 million followers post every 35 seconds, but if you don't have perspective, you're not actually influencing anybody. You're just getting a bunch of likes. You're an impressionist. But the seasons where your professional or your perspective guides you to clearer goals, those seasons where clarity starts to become more a part of who you are, you start to specify your audience, you start to really hone in on your outcomes and more personal development to those ends, you start to hear that mission statement develop into something like, I want to impact men who believe that they have missed the opportunity to achieve, advance, and accomplish their life's dreams. Not, I want to be an influencer. I want to influence them this way to these outcomes. And when I know who I serve and how I serve them, I can hone in on how to reach them, how to get their attention, and earn the right to be heard by them. And that's what I want. That's what I want. Because what I really want, what I deep, deep down really want, is not to be the unauthorized influence, not to be the undeveloped influence, but to be the unrelenting influence. Because once you get past the previous two levels, you aren't done. If you've managed influence when you weren't necessarily authorized to, and you've overcome the raw stages of influence that are not quite so developed, now you're staring straight ahead at unrelenting influence. I was on Clubhouse Room yesterday, and I listened to Barbara Majeski. She talked about how her content, her content was on how she makes decisions, goals, plans, dreams. It was detailed. She leaned, leaned into two decades of focus of her own development and accomplishments utilizing a military strategy called SMEAC. I took notes. It was really good. But she also, sir, was selling a planner and a water bottle. That seems so disconnected until you hear her put the connections together. Because she's talking about how planning trips people up and how health, focus, a lack of implementation are keeping us from achieving our goals. And she's given us the tools the cheat codes. Glenn offers the Morning 5 Planner. Fanzo has an NFT group and a creator coin. Amelia has a few books in the Genius Key app. 
Spizak has free coaching. Susie, Ramon, Patricia have all written books. Why? Because they not only want people to be people of influence in your life, but because they've gotten to that unrelenting stage of influence. They've been unauthorized and undeveloped, and they can see you standing there listening. They hear your questions. They celebrate your shares. They're watching you build, and they're giving you cheat codes. But they're not yelling. They're not yelling at me. They're not calling me to hold me accountable. They're influencing me, impacting my thought life, expanding what I think I might be able to accomplish, showing me the tools that I can create in my own space, or giving me the tools that will help me get there. That's unrelenting influence. That's the wind, sometimes blowing gently. Sometimes it's a gust that stops me where I stand. And occasionally, it's a concentrated gust, concentrated gust right to my heart because they see me and they're helping me. I'm not finished, neither are you, but I am a leader and I'm choosing to lead with influence today. I hope you do as well. That's the end of our room. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.